Gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. Yes, that is a word or compound phrase. Uh, wherein uh, two early 40s curmudgeons stare down the prospect of their rapidly impending entertainment irrelevance. I, as always, am your co host. My name is Noah Tarno, talking to you straight from San Francisco, California, and I am the founder and senior quiz master of the big quiz thing. The Trivia Game Show Spectacular. Uh, with me, as always, my co-host, my friend, my partner. Tell him who you are, sir. My name, Mikiyama Bill Scurry. I am the founder yes. proprietor of uh, American Caesar Enterprises, a full-service video production shingle. Yeah, shingle. It, isn't shingle just uh, for lawyers? Do they use, like, put out a shingle for a business other than lawyers? I guess roofers do, technically, too. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, roofers do. That's very good. And people who deal with skin conditions. Okay. Yeah. So uh, every every week or so on this show, we look at something that the kids are into and try to make sense of it through our adult, rapidly uh, mushifying brains. And today, uh, we've been doing a lot of food-related topics lately, food and drink. I know. Crazy, right? And we're, we're still on that topic now. I've been uh, – this another suggestion from – my extremely intelligent nephews, Adam and Jack Weiland, uh, just finished their freshman year of high school in Berkeley, California. And at their suggestion, we're looking at uh, a type of beverage that has been pretty hot among the youngsters in the United States going on 10 years now. We're looking at boba tea or bubble tea or just boba. It goes by various names. What do you usually call it, Bill? Yeah, bubble tea. Bubble tea, bubble tea. So this is a beverage usually tea-based, um, and it was, uh, I mean, through no, according to most stories, it was created in Taiwan in the very early 80s, and by the mid-80s, it had been exported um, to other countries, primarily Japan, where it became quite the fad, and has been uh, very popular in Japan going on, I guess, you know, more than 30 years now. And uh, I was introduced to the United States about 20 years ago, but I, I don't really feel like I heard of this until, you know, maybe 10 years ago. And it's, I feel like it's, it's, it is reaching critical mass in the past year or two years or so. And uh, there, you can find uh, boba tea shops in most American cities all over the place. Certainly, I see them out here in San Francisco, partly because of the, the heavy, you know, Asian descent population. But uh, they're all over New York as well. And apparently, they's, they've suffused uh, Asian cities like Tokyo. Um, there are chains. There's the Quickly chain, which was actually founded in California and it has 20,000 locations all over the world. Uh, Gong Cha is apparently the biggest chain uh, in uh, Japan right now. It is Korean okay, owned, however. That's Mandarin for art of tea, by the way. Really? I read it was Mandarin yeah. for tribute tea for the emperor. So well, apparently maybe, maybe, we're reading maybe, very different stuff. Know. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. Someone write in and tell us we're both full of shit. Uh, and they are really called the Starbucks of bubble tea. Uh, Gong Cha apparently has some locations uh, in the U.S., mainly East Coast and Texas. Uh, Boba Guys is a big chain out here in California, although they apparently have some locations in New York as well. And uh, it's so popular in Japan right now, especially among young teenage girls, that there is a new very popular slang word, tapiru, which is adapted from tapioca, 
which is uh, relevant to bubble tea. So what is bubble tea? Well, in its standard form, bubble tea is a form of iced tea made uh, with either black tea or oolong or some other popular varieties, green tea perhaps, uh, usually with a healthy dose of milk, and then with boba. Now, boba are these little kind of translucent black pearl. They're also called pearls, pearl-like balls of tapioca. Tapioca, of course, is... Uh, the processed root of the yucca plant, or cassava. Um, so you're basically drinking iced tea with these little balls, and they kind of feel like gummy candies, right? And you're usually given a big, thick, pointy straw. You snap it in, and you suck up the tea as you suck up these little balls of gelatinous goo, and they're pleasant to chew on them. Uh, and of course, as the chains have proliferated, there are varieties. There's not just the standard tea. There's various flavors, fruit, coconut, chocolate, what have you. Uh, you can specify the percent of sugar you want in it, percent of ice. Uh, and then, of course, they've expanded to things that aren't strictly tea. You can get coffee drinks with boba in them. You can get, uh, I had a mango slush with boba in it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the Starbucks of, of boba tea, these things have become daily treats for millions of people, especially young people. Uh, Adam and Jack told me they're high school brethren and sisterin. Uh, make a habit about these. Tons of these in downtown Berkeley near their high school. I was there yesterday. I had one at Purple Cow, one of the popular places down there. Uh, you know, tying in with an earlier episode of our show, there are unboxing videos about, not really unboxing, but girls reviewing their, Japanese girls reviewing their favorite flavors and varieties of boba tea. Um, and uh, it has earned, it has estimated the global bubble tea market valued at $1.9 billion in 2016, projected to reach $3.2 billion by 2023, if the world is still here. Uh, and then, of course, there are the horror stories about, uh, did you see the story of the 14-year-old girl in China who uh, needed a CT scan showing 100, quote, unusual spherical shadows in her abdomen that turned out to be undigested bubble tea balls. Snopes throws some cold water on the truth of that. But, uh, yeah, I think the bottom line is people are consuming these things a lot. So, Bill, uh, you told me before I got in the air, you like boba tea, you like bubble tea, you like this concoction. So, uh, you know, go in a little more detail. What do you think of it? I'm a, I'm a freak. I'm a clown for this stuff. Yeah. I'm a fiend yeah. for it. Boba tea freak. It's, it's, uh, I have to admit, in doing some research for this, I realized I had no idea what I've been putting in my body for years. <laughs> we could all say that in some respect. I guess you're right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I just knew that there's this tea because, you know, the proximity to Chinatown in New York City, the Cantonese version of Chinatown, I believe it is. Not that it's just Cantonese people, but. Um, yeah, no, no, you're, tea. we get it. You're racist. You're a horrible racist. We get it. Yes. But the, the, the bubble tea, you're right. I guess about 10 years I've been aware of it, but who knows how long it proliferated as a brand. But it's, it is all over the damn place, especially, you know, downtown. So, you know, once. I forget who I was with. I went in and got one, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredibly sweet, you know, matcha or, or mocha or some sort of tea thing, which tastes great. It was chilled, and it had these, like, fruity little balls at the bottom. Like, geez, it's like candy. It's like drinking candy. And I'm like, okay, I assume it's a big sugar bomb, so I don't get them all the damn time. But, you know, I would get him as often as like if it was a hot day out there's like nothing better than taking that huge straw snapping through the, the cellophane liner on top and just like sucking up a mouthful of those, those weird indescribable little tapioca balls but again i had no idea 
I thought there's like, is this a, is, what are these things? I'm like, oh, well, yeah. are they gummy balls? Close enough. I'm just going to eat a pile of them before I even <laughs> question what the hell I'm putting in my damn mouth. But um, it's, it's tasty as shit. I mean, it's just, it's like one of those street things you can get in New York. It's a portable beverage. That's, I don't drink it's coffee. affordable. It's five bucks for an iced tea, man. It is well, a Starbucks yeah. tea because they're ripping you off. It's lower quality than cheaper places. Now, Maybe my so, opinion, but, but the, there's a novelty about you know where you you get it from. You go down to Chinatown or whatever. Yeah, but well, yeah, man, that's I, a novelty. I, Chinatown. Oh my god, how exotic! Well, Chinatown has some of the best food in New York, and you know where I grew yeah. up, it's still a novelty having a Chinatown that close. Believe me, it's a lot okay, different than the Suffolk enough. County. Yeah, but it's great. I I love this stuff, and. Um, you know, it, it's just kind of a, a, a simple enjoyment of a pleasant foodstuff. You know, I love gummies, Haribos, worms, sharks, whatever you have. Yeah. It's like we, I we were talking eating. about gummies last week, weren't we? Because we were. I think they came. Oh, up. like the CBD oil led me to the the miracle gummies, the multi yeah, marketing yeah. scheme I tried to sell me on. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so, so the, the super fan who's putting together our, our uh, wiki will indicate that there's been two gummy references in two consecutive yeah, two episodes. Rep- yeah, it's a little, little bit of I don't get a trivia. Uh, but yeah, this is this is not a not a not a not a hot topic because it's like I love this shit, and I'm finally glad that we did this. So I, at least at least right. I understand what it is. All right. Well, you're what wrong. About, you're you're completely wrong. You're wrong. In do you hate way. these things? How, just, please I, tell I, me. Okay. I, no, I'm being hard. I'm just being contrarian. Look, here's the bottom line. <laughs> I don't like iced tea. I do not like iced tea. I have never liked iced tea. I I have like- peculiar. I'm peculiar in my tastes. I love. I drink hot coffee. I drink hot tea. You know, hot tea is not my favorite thing, but I'll drink it. I enjoy it. I hate iced coffee. I hate iced tea. Always have hated iced tea. I don't know what it is, but iced tea is one of these things. You know how there are some foods you don't like? You're like, I don't like this, but I understand why other people like it, right? And then there are other foods or drinks that you're like, I don't like this. I don't understand how anyone likes this. Well, that's iced tea for me. Iced tea, olives, probably some other things. So I just, I drink this and I'm like, it's freaking cold tea. There's something wrong with this. It's like dirty water. I don't want this. So you, the, the tapioca balls are fine. They're pleasant, although enough are... Like, I had the mango slush, right? Like, so there's nothing wrong with that. I love mango. I love slushes. I'll go to Jamba Juice. Although Jamba Juice is a similar thing. They sell you on... This is health food, and it's, you know, 8,000% of your daily allowance of sugar and chemicals. Um, so, uh, you know, even the mango slush, after a while, I'm like, oh, these, these tapioca balls are pleasant. They're chewy. But you're like, enough already. I'm sucking these things through the straw. I can't get any of the mango. Get the hell out of my way, tapioca balls. You know. Um, by the way, did you the hot topic about uh, about boba tea these days is the straw bans. What are the boba places going to do with the straw bans? Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm I'm down with the straw bans. They so got to figure. So yes, because that's what that's when what's going to save us from environmental apocalypse is getting rid of straws. You know, the military industrial complex can keep wasting all the power and the energy and the oil in the world but banning straws will save us from death i know it's the consumer's fault it's your, your job I, to do something I'm, I'm in a mood today my friend um yeah. so look iced tea so you're never going to get through to me um and then and, and again another episode we go back to and we talked about um uh uh why can't i remember it what's what's the the the, the dirt ice cream what was that stuff called again yeah acai acai bowls thank you you know, the, the dessert products that are basically sold as hipster health food. You know, I mean, Starbucks really, Starbucks really um, 
perfected that marketing strategy, right? There was a lot of that. Jamba Juice does some of that too, but Starbucks is, has far more ubiquity. So I roll my eyes at that. So, you know, not my thing at all. And then I have a longstanding, maybe prejudice isn't the right word, but predilection against uh, all things Japanese. I just find Japanese culture very uh, confusing. So anything that has the, the, even though this started as a Taiwanese thing, but I, I think as filtered through whatever we're experiencing here in the United States, it's probably more Japanese than Taiwanese, I don't know. Uh, just anything Japanese, just kind of, I'm not interested. You know, we talked about this when we talked about anime and all that. So it just, you know, I, there's, there's, there's not much here for me. I, if I want a mango slush, I'm going to go to, I love Jamba Juice, or I'll go to just like a generic smoothie place, right? But these things just seem a little forced to me, you know? Like, why are you putting these little balls on it? Like, it's just like, nah, who needs this? You're giving it an unnecessary gimmick, right? So, nope, big thumbs down for me, my friend. But despite his popularity and all the people who claim to love it, let me ask you guys something. How much do you really know about bubble tea? I mean, I'm just asking because I know most of you have said I love bubble tea at least once in your life. And since you really should know as much as you can about the person or thing you've said I love you to, here are some facts about bubble tea's history, ingredients, and health risks that you may not know. Uh, so Noah Tarno, you're the one man in America who has somehow uh, found a vendetta against iced tea. So you're the perfect vendetta. person to ask this question. To why is bubble tea popular right now in this moment? Uh, well, I don't know. Is there a? I'm not gonna say Japanese stuff is having a moment. Maybe Japanese stuff is having a decade, right? Which is probably sure. good because you know we we need all the different influences we can get. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of the acai bowl thing. Is the oh, it's delicious and fun and refreshing and desserty and easy but it's it's sold as like it's good for you like people are out there going oh this is healthier than having a coke or you know drinking powerade or whatever so i think it's very easy to fool yourself into thinking or maybe not healthier it's classier right so much of starbucks yeah. gimmick has been it's classier than going to dunk the donuts meanwhile you know people are shooting up in the bathroom so um <laughs> So yeah, it's people fooling themselves into thinking they're being more responsible with their irresponsible choices. Um, hmm. And it's candy. It's fun. I mean, those little balls are fun. I just thought there were too many of them. And the stuff the balls are floating in was just nasty. So that's why I don't like it. But people like it. You know, I've, I've accepted that I'm, I'm outvoted in the iced tea thing. I've accepted that, every, you know, fine, I don't like iced tea. The rest of the world's going to disagree with me. That's fine. Give me lemonade, you know. I think um, iced tea is such an innocuous substance. It's so it's so it's anodyne. It's hard to it's find dirty water, who would like dude. It. It's dirty water. Well, I everything is dirty water. dirty water. Mr. Pig is dirty water. It's just it's gross. Sorry, it's gross. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm channeling right. my my inner Republican today. Uh, yeah, you've been okay. proven wrong <laughs> simply by the fact that I declared otherwise. Um, just because. So yeah, but people just think they're being more responsible. So. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Any, any that's that's the sign of a good uh, ending a good argument. So, pff, fine. There you go. There's my good argument. Uh, so I I think it's popular because there is um, a youth cachet to it. I think that the clientele of most of the shops I go into in New York, which granted are not just Chinatown because they're up in Koreatowns and yeah, I was gonna say that I did not know this was Taiwanese, and I know that yeah. the um, 
you know, our conception as white people of what's Taiwanese and what's Cantonese and what's mainland Chinese is fuzzy. Things, people, you know, the, the, can't, the Taiwanese consider themselves the real Chinese, etc., etc. But, you know, when it gets to America, I guess these cultures kind of blend together. I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth here. But Well, of um, course they do, and they blend together there. I mean... You know, something well, starts it's, it's in political. Taiwan and ends up in Tokyo, and something starts in Tokyo and it ends up in Seoul. And I mean, you know, they yeah, got sure. they, they have communication and travel as well in Asia. So right, so so I think that, like I said, the clientele of these places tends to be young. They look like they're often teenagers. Uh, I mean, not just limited to, but it seems like this is certainly a youthful thing. Much like when we bought um, rolled ice cream, which is also a Chinatown enterprise yeah. in the way that we took care of it um the uh, the other clientele there was pretty young too so I, I guess it's like the popularity might you know if i'm making just a, a blanket assessment based on who was there it looks like it's candy water to your point that kids <laughs> like and so maybe yeah. that's enough you know I, just, I i have no idea of the bigger sense other than any of the, the youtube videos that i scanned through about this mostly had young people also sounding off on either making their own tea, talking about what was in it. There, there wasn't a lot of old grandmothers talking about their own tea experience. There weren't, you know, old dudes. This maybe it just it's dietary and it's faddish because kids are into it. And sometimes that's enough yeah. for a thing to catch on as much as whatever this so is like, caught on. That yeah. was one of the big cultural, you know, revolutions of the 20th century is that teens would drive youth would drive the market i mean people used to not believe that i mean that was one of the things they scoffed at when rock and roll came along They're like why are you marketing these people they have no money they have no power and yeah. a lot of it was post-war consumerism and wealth like suddenly they did have money and baby boom suddenly they did have power you know parents would listen to them instead of just telling them what the fuck to do um you know so we've we've been in this trend for 70 years now that teens drive the conversation i mean this is why we do this podcast dude teens drive the conversation so that's a good point if if kids are into it it's going to be a big thing Um, Uh, i hear you unfortunately we just get older dude we just we're not going to be teens again we're not going to be teens again i'm sorry we wasted i wasn't even a teen totally wasted it people know me as like the crazy boba girl so i was gifted this beautiful suck my balls boba shirt uh if you were a teenager now would you be drinking boba every day on your way home from school stop at the boba place get a boba try to try to you know take your girlfriend to the boba place your non-existent girlfriend visiting from niagara falls region of canada uh, would you take her to the boba place to romance her, show her a good time? Is Would boba be your thing, 16-year-old William K. Scurry Jr.? No, there's only one boba, and that's the Mandalorian bounty hunter, whose last name is Fett. I didn't uh, even make that connection. To... That's very interesting. So... Believe it. Yeah, I, I totally totally would have been to this, because it's, it's gooey, it's sweet, it's chilled, it's refreshing, it's like a little gummy milkshake. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we actually... This, this is, I was going to say, as a kid... I didn't fuck around with caffeine at all. I didn't drink coffee. I, st- I still kind of don't. And I, I don't really know how much the caffeine, I mean, because this is available both in caffeinated and decaffeinated, you know, whatever you want, essentially, you can have it. But, like, people don't really talk about this as your caffeine blast. People aren't going for the boba tea to get that, that hit that you would if somebody, like, oh, I need coffee to start off, or I'm lagging, my ass is dragging in the afternoon. It doesn't seem like people are picking this as a caffeine source so i, I either people aren't really it's just you know, incorporated into it maybe 
Um, maybe maybe the kids are just so jacked up on everything anyway that a little caffeine <laughs> from from bubble tea doesn't really even notice. It's not even denting the surface. So I mean, I, I think about well, you know, I didn't drink anything that was tea or coffee related as a kid. That's the only caveat. Uh, I seen like everything else. If you pitch to me gummy milkshake with little bits of candy, weasel waffle balls at the end, great. I'm into that. But uh, maybe I would have stayed away a little bit simply just because of the caffeine thing. Because I, you know, caffeine was just a substance. I, I, I don't know. Felt like caffeine's a, a gateway to nicotine, and, and oh, it's heroin yeah. before you know it. Yeah, exactly. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. Um, by the way, there are many Boba Fett, Boba Tea memes online. I'm looking at a drawing sure. right now that's basically a a cup of boba tea with the design, the Boba Fett mask design on it. It's actually pretty Of course. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I wasn't into coffee or tea as a kid, hot, even though I am now. But, yeah, I wouldn't have liked this because it was iced tea. You know, people offer you iced tea when you were a kid, right? <laughs> Kids drink iced tea. That's it's gross. That's right. No, that's pretty it's much gross. all you get. It's yeah, gross. but, again, I'm going to get back to the – the um, ja- you know the, the whole Japanese milieu just kind of turned me off in some way. It was just something yeah. about it that always was off-putting. It. You know, like I found Hello Kitty cryptic and all that. So mm-hmm. you know, I think when we talked about anime or manga type stuff in the past, which we talked about death, have we talked about any other anime thing? I don't no, know. there hasn't anyway. there hasn't been something that had a cultural moment like that. So that was the one of them that we did. Yeah, man, we so many thousands of episodes. Um, so, yeah, that thing would have driven me away. So, no way, man. But I would have been all over Jamba Juice. I'm still all over Jamba Juice. I have to... Jamba Juice is... You know these places you're like, I can't go near there because if I do, I'm going to go there every day and I'm going to, like, have diabetes within six months? That's sort of how I feel about <laughs> Jamba Juice. And Jamba Juice is worse because Jamba Juice literally sells itself as health food. They're like, add the powder and it'll give you strength to, you know, to, to make love all night or whatever they say. Um, so, yeah, I... I yeah, I wouldn't have been into it at all. I, so I what's the... If I've ever been to a Jamba Juice, i got to be honest with you. I don't really? around. I just don't think... I don't think I've ever been into one. I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's like a whole thing that's passed me by. It's great. It's good stuff. It's tasty. Yeah, so I don't know. So when, so when did the worm turn for you that you would be into... You know, you say you wouldn't be into it as a kid, but at what age did you become receptive to tea? Um, as hot tea goes... You know what? I think it was. I started when I lost a bunch of weight for some reason. I started drinking green for tea at night. As this was two thousand two, two thousand three, I say. I started drinking green tea in the evening, um, just because I think I was just trying to start a healthy regimen. And everyone said, "Oh, green tea's great. It's got great, you know, uh, what is it? Antioxidants, blah blah blah." So I started drinking green tea, and that's like that was a gateway tea to Earl Grey. And English breakfast, and then no, it was a slippery slope, and I'm the broken man in front of you that I am today because of that green tea experience back in 2003. <laughs> uh, wait, so so you wouldn't even drink iced tea as a kid, but you like it now? No, I know I did. I did drink iced tea. That was the one we, you know, my mother didn't really bring soda in the house. She wasn't really, you know, as much as my mother wasn't making healthy food for us. For you know, she she did know that soda was terrible. So um, iced tea was something that did get made because, I mean, and the thing is it wasn't iced tea in packets. I mean, it was iced tea powder served out of a cylinder, you know, right. which is not even iced tea. It's just fucking granulated bullshit that tastes right. like it's, it's it synthesized like the four, in a lab. The, like the 4C iced tea and stuff like that. 
Yes. Yeah. Not. Right. It's not actual tea made with, with steeped steeped pouches. Right. It was like even tea, that would have been iced tea flavored beverage product. Iced tea flavored dust. Yeah. One of the first products I remember being a child and being cynical about in its advertising was Country Time Lemonade because yeah. Country Time was served in those big cylinders, right, with the powder. And they're like, the ads are like, hey, it's Country Time. It's good old-fashioned lemonade and all that. And, like, I'm sitting there going, how is this, like, what the pioneers and the settlers made, <laughs> you know, out in Little House on the Prairie or whatever, if it's, like, this clearly, like, you know, fluorescent yellow chemical product. It always Indust- like industrial the, produced foundry product, dehydrated, right, desiccated was, chemicals. You know, I was still at the stage where I thought like you know Burger King chicken tenders are like you know the most delicious thing you can imagine, and I believed advertisements, but I didn't believe Country Time Lemonade, and I'm sure I would have felt the same way about you know. Do they still make that? Those big tubs, right? Those big cylinders, right? With the plastic oh, yeah, lid. Of course. And, the, and you got to dig your hand in to find the scoop. So you got to put your hand all over it to <laughs> find the scoop. I, I got to say, you're, you're, it's a very sensory experience. You're taking me right there, I got to tell you. It looks really weird. It's never come into my life. I've seen it at restaurants. Whenever friends do try it, I'm always hesitant. I rarely went to a place that served it. And then when I was there, I was like, that looks too weird. No, Tarno, is uh, whatever the fuck this is we're talking about, is this a sign of the apocalypse? No, no, no. I mean, whatever. We've always eaten crap. We've always uh, 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 fancied ourselves like, you know, doing something classier or, health- or more helpful than uh, it really is. So that's not new. And, you know, I'm all for, as much as I don't cotton to Japanese culture and strong Japanese influences... I, you know, I'm all for them being around because, you know, the last thing we need is another freaking Chick-fil-A or something. So, or even another Starbucks at this point. So, yeah, you know, it's not the sign of the apocalypse. It's easy enough to ignore. I mean, as you said, I feel like it's been around for a while, maybe having a moment now, and I can ignore it. Like, Boba Guys, one of the big chains here, I actually went to a Boba Guys not long ago with friends. Uh, I was hanging out with my friends uh, David and Sarah Quigley and their kids, their daughter, who's the one who told us about Dork Diaries. And these kids love boba tea, so they wanted to get boba tea, and I was able to get a coffee or whatever. So it's, it's, the, it's the absolute opposite of forcing this crap on me. It's, it's, it's great in that it's ubiquitous, yet it's easy to ignore. Like, that's the stuff I like, right? Mm-hmm. Ubiquitous, yeah. but easy to ignore, because I'm all for everyone doing their own thing, even though it makes my job harder. But I can get into that in a minute. That's a whole other argument. <laughs> uh, what about you, dude? Sign of the apocalypse? No, I, I, I kind of like what you said about maybe uh, various Asian influences are having a year, no, a decade. You said they're having a decade. There's, I think there's some truth to that. Um, now, this, this is not. There's nothing apocalyptic about this, but it does. It's, it's one of these things that says that um, Asian delicacies get to be kind of a forefront tastemaker. Um, you know, like. There are places like the, the you know the explosion of the ramen you know the ramen thing, and that became huge. What else? Buns, uh, pork buns, uh, things yeah. like that. So, yeah. um, I mean, this this isn't as as uh, you know as complex as a whole dinner thing, but this is just a snack. And because this became so ubiquitous, it's just another fusing. Um, you know, a light, small, portable. Uh, food stuff is a perfect way to insinuate another culture. But you know, again, I didn't right. even realize it was 
I didn't even realize it was Taiwanese. It just became part of the background. But you know, I'm I'm not everybody. I'm, I'm living in this city, so it has a, a panoply of influences all around us every day. So sometimes this stuff just gets so blended that it loses, or it doesn't lose necessarily, but it seems a little smudged from where it originally came from. It's just not. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but to that's me. but that's everything. And I'm sure yes. if you're someone from Taiwan. If you're from Taipei and you go to Tokyo and you look at the boba places there and you're like, you know, I was this is this is a corruption of true Taiwanese boba yeah, that yeah. I was drinking in 1984, you know, and then you go to Seoul and it's a corruption of, you know, if it came from Tokyo, it's a corruption of that, you know. I mean, this is the way and culture also, works, and and frankly, you could you could want the credit for it. That's the other thing too is I know what you're saying. There's a corruption of it, but it's like you could say, you know, if your culture is as uh, Highly, highly defined as say Taiwanese, you could say it's like this is ours. You you can't take it because you're you may be appropriating but, but tea. Bullshit I mean, is that? I, see, I don't know. I'm sure I, I can get smacked down for this, but appropriation. Everything's appropriation. That's what culture is. It's. I'm, I understand yeah, not, if you're mocking agreeing. someone and appropriating their thing, but everyone adapts other cultures. That's what. That's what it is. That's what. Yeah, art yeah, no, is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing the point with you. I'm just merely saying I could imagine somebody having that viewpoint where maybe they would be they would be wistful and muse and just say it's like, boy, I wish that my country was known for this kind of thing. I wish well, that you know, I wish Taipei was known as the home of this so much. For a home, but that's that's you want to you want to put a put a cup of boba tea on your flag because that's your proudest export. <laughs> I'm no expert on Taiwanese culture, but something tells me if I read one paragraph on Wikipedia, I could come up with a list of five more important things that came from Taiwan. Duh. This girl was experiencing a lot of stomach pains, and when asked about it by her parents, she had claimed to only had consumed one boba in the course of five days. So, Bill, do you, I, I mean, you like it and you don't seem worked up about it, but do you have any resentment or jealousy of the boba tea, bubble tea, phenomenon the boba guys you want to kick their by the way i saw an interview with the boba guys and one of them was wearing a t-shirt that said suck my balls with a picture of the boba of a, of a cup of boba tea and they didn't want okay. to punch him in the face for wearing that t-shirt <laughs> but that's not that, you know that's that's not the phenomena writ large so yeah some people just wear the shirt without the cup written on it they're just exactly. just, just the, just the, just the expression yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't feel resentment about it unless you would count the fact that I'm, I've only gotten this for the last 10 years. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, and the boba themselves have, have changed my body chemistry so much that I need them to survive. <laughs> By the way, we, we've, we've undersold. We, we didn't really mention that there's rumors that, like, a lot of boba contains some, like, chemicals, some, like, plastic thing. And people claim yeah. it's poison. And I don't know. I think most of that's fear-mongering because it's tapioca uh, whatever. But. I would believe that um, less savory producers, and I, I don't think they're talking yes. about American uh, producers. I think if you went to China, where all of a sudden, you know, they're putting like turpentine in the fucking baby formula over there, then it becomes, uh, you know, then it, it seems like that may in fact be a real possibility is that you're, you're getting um, bits and pieces of cellophane inside your boba. That I have, you know, I'm, I'm less skeptical of that than I am whatever's happening to your boba while it's in the, uh, the lower 48. So, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> Not so worried about that. No, but I, like I said, no resentment over the guys who are proliferating it. It's a food stuff. I'm not upset at the people who are, are drinking it, people who are making it, people who are profiting from it. You know, I, I go along and I get along with this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy this stupid little fluid is in my life. And so long as it keeps telling me what to do in my dreams at night, I'll just still obey. There's a, there's a talking boba tea cup talking to you. The bubbles are percolating in your brain. Um, yes. Boba Fett is the Boba T. He's 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 zapping you with his laser and his little harpoon gun. 
Uh, yeah, I don't see anything to really be jealous of here. You know, I mean, I'm very upset that my Asian-flavored variation of tea bombed when I introduced it in 1997. Uh, I'm still a little bitter over that, but uh, no, I'm not jealous. Um, I mean, I guess a little I, by, part of me. By the way, I lost a lot of money on that tea venture. I never got <laughs> yes, it back. Exactly. From yeah, you were my number one investor. Uh, the only I, investor. I, yeah. Yes. That five bucks didn't go very far. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's. It's I, I do have the resentment of like, you know, don't piss on my shoes and tell me it's raining kind of thing. I guess that's the wrong metaphor here. But like, don't tell me this is fancy and classy or helpful or or forward thinking if it's just more sugary, chemical crap. Right. Like I'm resentful of that. And like, how do these people get away with seeming cool and classy and hip and ahead of the curve when they're just morons? But everyone's a moron <laughs> these days. So there's. I had a rough couple of weeks, dude, and it's it's showing. I know. I, I know. Gotta this is this is this is why we do the show is to get down to this the the to the vein of the real. Get it out of my system, right? So I can vent to you and not people who you know I actually count on them, you know, doing work for me. Uh, America so needs to hear it. I do that anyway. Uh, so I, I guess, yeah. I mean. Any jealousy I have of this is jealousy I have of so many aspects of our culture. And like I said before, I can ignore this crap. I can walk right by Purple Cow or the place I got a slushie was called like Coco. I mean, it's amazing. Like the place I got the slushie with the boba is right near my office. And I, I, I like looked up places to get boba tea near my office. And like, I'm like, oh, I walk by that block, you know, almost every day. I never noticed it before. And then I even walked by it again and I still didn't notice it when I was looking for it. So these places very easily blend into the background. So I'll ignore them. I mean, there's so as and this has got to happen to anyone in every culture. As you get older, there is so much you have to ignore to maintain any uh, insanity, any insanity, any sanity. So yes. you know, I like that I'm as long as I'm able to ignore it easily, which I feel I am. Then fuck it, I don't have time to be jealous. There's so many more things to be jealous of. Mm-hmm. For example, other things on the Felonian scale. And where ah, do you put this on the Felonians? See, wow. look at that's called a segue in the it's called a segue. Isn't that clever? Say, I'm, I'm a pro. That's se- I've been that, in show business se- for quite some time. That segue uh, already goes to the top of the Felonian scale for me, just because it was so goddamn smooth. So yeah, uh, you're going to bring up the Fallon, the Jimmy Fallon scale with with zero being Jimmy Fallon and a hundred being I don't know whatever is good that we did. Um, you I, said I it was Death Note, to... right? Death Note was your favorite thing that we looked. Could be Death Note. Could be the Impossible Burger. Could be Key and Peele. You know, every day right. there's a lot of bumping at the top of the order. Right. Um, I, I think you know this. You know, I, it just occurred to me that we did another primarily Taiwanese introduced food sensation on the show when we did rolled ice cream. I forgot about yes. that until I did a little research. That was Taiwanese. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was a Taiwanese right. innovation, not an invention per se. Um, yeah, I, I, this is a little higher than that. But I do think of it like, oh, it's funny that we're hitting that same territory and it's coming from the same thing. And it, you know, it banged around all the, the whole Pacific Rim, all the Asian countries, and now it's here. Uh, I, I like this is a little more portable and edible. And, and you know, it's, it's, the, the boba tea is more scalable and all times appropriate for consumption. I think to get ice cream, you sort of need to either be post a meal at night, I don't know, whatever. I, I probably have my own little rituals about about ice cream. So yeah, I'd, I'd say this sort of punches that in that, at that place in the order, you know, right around um, rolled ice cream. Which, you know, I liked rolled ice cream, but I thought it was completely unnecessary. This I agree. has a little a little bit more traction with me than that. 
Yeah, look, I, I, I agree. Rolled ice cream was ice cream, but like the gimmick of it was just seemed really empty to me. And this yeah, yeah, is yeah, more yeah. clever, but I'd rather eat that because I like ice cream. And I don't yes. like tea, and the boba balls had very limited appeal to me. Yeah, I guess maybe mm. I didn't really hit that hard. Like, the boba balls were pleasant, but, like, after a while it was too many, and you suck them to the straw, and I couldn't get to the good stuff in the mango slush. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess, I mean, I could probably go to a place, but, like, I want, like, half as many boba balls, right? Like, I want the frequency of, like, the chunks of paneer in my sog paneer, right? Like, not, mm. like, the giant, you know, strata of, of boba in my mango slush. Uh yeah, I don't know. This is this is almost not on the scale. This is like a not applicable thing, right? An NA. Or maybe it is, but I'm just grading it on the sense of like, I hate iced tea. But iced tea is so not a new phenomenon. You know, people are drinking iced tea. Do you think people are drinking like ancient China when like tea was what you drank 24-7? You think they're drinking iced yeah. tea? I don't know. I totally, I totally believe they drank it cold. No doubt in my mind. So they must have tried it, right? So yeah, iced, sure. tea, iced tea is just like the opposite of a new phenomenon, right? And that's yes. totally how I rank this. Uh, but no, but then I get back to the jealousy thing of like, oh, that it's, it's, it's hip and healthy and, and innovative and clever. And, you know, that feels empty to me. So this is like below the middle, not loathsome, but not appealing either, right? Right, yes. You know, I, I got these strata, like the thing that sucks in every way and I hate and then the thing that sucks, but I don't care. So this is in that kind of realm. For me, it might be less a scale and more like quadrants or sextets or something, like little mm-hmm. categories, right? That sure. are ranked, but it's it's less like a thermometer and more like a like the like the, the, the color coded terror threat kind of thing, right? So what's the highest or right. lowest? I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm getting way in over my head here. So are you uh, are you now like hankering from some boba tea and you're gonna you're gonna head out and go get some right now? Is that is, is I gotta, that how you're I gotta feeling? tell you, yeah, talking about this is the son of a bitch because really? it's exactly I just I keep thinking about you, you when you said that strata, that gravel of boba at the bottom. Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing it. Um, I'm I'm shaking it in my hand. I'm I'm, I'm I'm that sense memory of that stuff rattling around against the plastic. Yeah, I, I'm jonesing for it. It really it's out there You're for me jonesing now. Jonesing for the boba tea. And can I reveal to the audience that right now you are not in New York? Can I tell them where you're recording from? Yeah, sure. You are on the island of Saint Croix, in the yes, U.S. And, Virgin Islands. Is there boba there, tea there? There are. There's barely uh, no. There's barely customer service of any kind. Much less. Really. Something as forward thinking as boba tea, believe so me. So what do you wait? So what do you eat when you're there? Like seriously, what do you do when you're there? Oh no, no, that, the, the food. There's no problem with food. Food's everywhere. You know, it's, it's, there are restaurants all over the place. I'm just saying, it's like that's a niche thing. That, that's that's not going to have gotten here. Believe me. If you right. want like blackened chicken, you know, and like you know fish sandwiches, this is your place. It's like any place you go on vacation in in the Caribbean, they have all that great shit. Um, but if you're looking for uh, poke, they're not going to have poke here. It's just not going right. to exist. All right, all right. So but no bo- So now you're hankering for it, and you got to wait till you get back to New York. Boba tea done. Put one, put this one in the books. We we we. There I, are I no more never, worlds left to conquer. I will never think of boba tea again. Uh, so Bill, what should people do <laughs> if this is the first time they've heard? I don't get it. The pop culture get off my lawn cast, and they're interested in learning about the history of the show and maybe listening to older episodes. Is there anything they can do? They want to make a forensic dive into the whys and wherefores of the I don't get it 
you know, master plan. Yeah, everything's available online, my friends. You could look on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it's called this week. Go to SoundCloud, go to Google Play, go to Stitcher, even. Your favorite podcast aggregators and apps uh, to find past episodes of this show. I think there are, I believe this is 90 or 91. We're, we're closing the gap for 100. We're, we're heading into the, the home stretch. If you want to talk to us, by all means, there are three ways to do that. I mean, to get in touch with us in person. So you can tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Uh, you can write to us at Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. And you can find me, my Twitter, which I'm all over the place there, is at Liam Scurry. I'm ready to talk about any and all topics of the show. We get Noah Tarno in on it. Uh, and you can find my video work on YouTube at youtube.com slash amcaesar. Noah Tarno, what about you? I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com. Uh, corporate and private trivia events nationwide. The world's greatest multimedia trivia event spectaculars and you can follow us on social media at big quiz thing uh twitter facebook and instagram and linkedin and uh you can follow me on uh twitter at noah tarno huzzah <laughs> we're gonna bring that back people should say huzzah more often yes huzzah it's a good term all right and also you know keep suggesting topics for us i'm i'm, I'm annoying my nephews asking them what kids at school are into um, yeah. They keep asking me if we've already done Fortnite, and I told them ten times we did, and I didn't understand it at all. Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Nick Nadell also brought this up. Nick Nadell, who, who was a who was a veritable idea foundry. So this this came at us from a different, a couple of different sources. So this is this was rattling around in the air for a while. So thank you to all those sources. So, all right, will we see them next time, Bill? I think we will see them next time on I Don't Get It, a production of American Caesar Enterprises, twenty nineteen.